welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast where I do this intro over and over again until I get it right. <laughs> well, you know, there are words that have to be said. It's all about reality television, not really. It's mostly about our lives. Folks, we have a fantastic show on the docket for you. A little later, we have an interview with the wonderful Emma Jane Gonzalez. Emma works with us uh, with kids on the weekends. She's also a writer herself. She's a farmer. She loves reality TV. Well, as long as it's, uh, what is what was her? Uh, it's got to be female focused, okay? Got to be female focused. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a little bit of maybe some boning is important. <laughs> yeah, she talks all about that later. We had her uh, on almost two years ago talking about Vanderpump Rules, and she's on this bigger and better thing, so stick around with us, and we'll be talking about that in a little bit. She's a recurring guest, one might say. One might say, and that one is you. I can't believe that was two years ago. My, oh my, how time flies. Folks, yesterday we dropped our first Patreon episode, the first of two of July 2020. It's called Sunday Chat Chit. That's right. Some shows chit-chat, we chat chit. Ashley and I went out on the balcony in the morning, very early morning. Must have been 10 a.m. <laughs> uh, over here in our uh, Rooster next Rooster was crowing. That's right. We're on the Jersey Shore. We had some cups of coffee. We kind of just shot the shit. We talked about ice cream. We talked about the beach we told a crazy lily story and we talked about how we crushed an entire season of survivor on what must have been 72 hours i think what is so shocking uh from this morning's podcast that we recorded is that when we started talking about that season of survivor i was like we've already talked about this on the monday show and you were like no dog we have it yeah we talked about kagayan last season season uh, last episode season 28 we crushed season 23, South Pacific, which is the first Cochrane season, but you might know it as Ozzy versus Coach. We watched that whole thing in three to four days. And it wasn't even the best season, but it's Survivor and y- y'all know we're addicted. And if you want to hear our thoughts on it, sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, we really crack into the, really, we we do a deep dive in the wonders that is the personality of Coach. I mean, we are enamored. Uh, but let's talk about what's been going on here this past week. Uh, we've been doing, I've been doing lots of beach days. I've got it sort of down to a science where I go around 6 p.m. Nick came with me for his first beach day of the summer. Well, I technically went on Father's Day for a little bit, but... Yes, a full beach day in this summer. Yeah, that's right. And I only stayed there for about two hours. Did not take a dip. You know, Nick has this thing where, and I I get it. I get it. You put your feet in the water and you're like, oh, it's cold. But everyone who is like a beach person knows that it's like, yeah, it's cold for a second. But you push through 40 seconds later, it's not cold anymore. You just got to get through that initial shock. Nick refuses to get through the initial shock. I am not a beach person. You're not a beach person. I don't really like the beach much. I loved you being there because I, you know, go a lot by myself and I don't feel as free to swim when I'm by myself. You're afraid people are going to steal your shit. No, uh uh-uh. I'm just afraid I'm going to drift off in the ocean. No one's going to notice. Oh. But with you being there. (laughs) Is that all? I'm like someone's keeping tabs on me. Someone will notice if I disappear. Listen, I was reading a book. I I know, but I I looked up. You were watching me. I did. I waved. Yeah, you were checking in. So I spent a lot of time in the water that day. That was very nice. Yeah, I was reading the Late Shift book, which is actually very good. I haven't picked it up in a few days just because I've been a little busy here doing a lot of fucking podcasts. 
But uh, Nick is like, I am inundated in podcasts, y'all. Nick has been doing so many podcasts. He's trying to wrap up his Up by Up podcast, uh, the first season of Step by Step, so that he can free himself of this for a little bit. Guys, if you're morbidly curious, go check out Up by Up on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or SoundCloud. Basically, I'm watching every single episode of Step by Step in order. I'm making a friend watch one as well, and then we uh, get on Zoom. We talk about it. And if you want a jumping in point, Ash has been my guest like four times on the show. And yeah, it's funny. People keep canceling, and then I get <laughs> I get roped in as the good old guest. Um, th- yeah, but that's been Nick's burden, Let's I would say. Let's just say this is the fourth <laughs> podcast I'm recording today. It's it's a lot. It's, it's taking a toll on my voice. But yes, I, I haven't been able to read my little book. I mean, uh, I mentioned that Ashley bought me a nice little Kindle for the summer, and I really appreciate it. It's my favorite gift so far. I'm waiting for other people to give me gifts, and no one's doing it. But Oh, I thought you meant in all of our relationship. And I was like, I've given you better gifts in our relationship. Well, I really, you know, one of my favorite gifts that you ever bought me before that was the Kindle Fire that I have. Yeah. That I don't really use anymore because you broke it. And uh, no, it's a little running joke here. I say Ashley broke this Kindle Fire because um, she did. She dropped it on the floor. But she doesn't like when I mention it. But Ashley has been reading my Kindle Fire, a book on there. It's tough to read in in in, in hard light. You know, it's tough it's, to read words on it. It's perfect. It's a tablet. It's perfect for comic books. And that's basically what I was using it for. And I was just reading regular books. But now I got a real uh, Kindle Paperwhite. And uh, it is uh, absolutely fantastic. I've, I've polished off a book already, and I'm on to another book, and I read articles every morning, and it's And this it's is wonderful. not an ad. Would you believe that? This, this is, is just not Nick an loving a product. It's a, it, it fulfills the hype. It right? does. It's, it lives up it to the hype. It lives up to the hype. And I'm reading The Late Shift, which is about the, is the story behind uh, Johnny Carson leaving The Tonight Show and uh, the battle between David Letterman and Jay Leno and it's very it's tawdry it's it's uh it's epic even uh, it's it's wild we've been burning through a lot of books actually i don't think i mentioned on the podcast but i did finally finish outlander do you guys remember when i was reading that for it felt like 30 years i mean it really did feel like you were reading that forever and did it come down to like the wire on finishing it too yeah. cuz I- ashley gets her bo- her her kindle books from the library and there's a time limit yeah it's just like a library book where you can only have it for like two weeks but then but in the library book you can just like not give it back and then you have to pay the quarter and you finish it right but with a kindle book it just disappears off your Kindle. And so Ashley like had 400 pages to go through and she's like, I have two hours. <laughs> and then she just sat up in the room for two hours, just pounding the last quarter of this book. And you did it, right? Didn't I you did it, it, yeah. And I isn't there it. like another five books in the series? I think there's eight total. And what are you going to do? I'm, I'm good. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm done. What do you mean you're done? You were so into this Scottish sexy novel. Yeah, I was into it. And then I just wanted to read other books. It just takes up too much time. These these 800, you know, 700 page uh, fiction with these masterpieces, one might say. These works of art. Um, it just took up too much of my time. And I was like wanting to read other stuff. So yeah. I'm going to read some other books for a while. Maybe I'll come back to it. My grandmother has been uh, very much into books too. She's uh, She listens to a lot of audiobooks on She's Audible. She's burning through she audiobooks. Through, well, my grandmother uh, lost most of her sight. So she, she it's tough. She cannot read. And, you know, I guess watching TV uh, is just kind of boring to her. She kind of listens to it. Um, and so like audiobooks on Audible like are 
literally perfect for her because you know you get to listen to any book he could ever think of and there's an app for it and so I, I help her along trying to get her the books that she wants she likes to read a lot of nonfiction. she likes biographies um this was kind of something funny i thought uh, i got her this ulysses s grant biography <laughs> and it always tells you on audible how long it's going to be 48 hours this book was to it takes to, to listen to and uh, which I would have never, it'd be too much for it's too much a guy of a like commitment me. For really. Me. Um, so uh, she was listening to it and uh, she, she got through it. She was like, I need another book. And I'm like, what? I feel like I got you that book 48 hours ago. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I stopped. I go, when did you stop listening? She goes, oh, all of the, the war stuff I wasn't interested in. And I just think that that is hilarious to get a Ulysses S. Grant, one of the greatest American generals ever to live. And you're just like, yeah, I just stopped during all the kind of military stuff. That wasn't what I was interested in. I wanted to know what middle school he went to, <laughs> like the idea. But no, that's what she wanted. She was very interested in the home life and the battle stuff. Not for old nanny. Does not want to hear about that crap. That's okay. It's not for everybody. I feel like now that I have a Kindle, I'll never do an audiobook ever again. Yet, yeah. yet, you, you're listening to an audiobook now. Yeah, I am. I love it. I've read it before, and this is kind of like a refresh of oh, the power of now. That's interesting. See, I kind of feel like maybe I, w- I might go back and listen to a book that I've, I've read before to yeah. kind of get a different experience out of it. I don't know if I could ever reread a book, because I'm not big on re-watching or re-reading, but... I don't um, know what's happened during quarantine, but I've completely fallen off on podcasts. Um, I'm not listening to any of my regular podcasts, which makes me want to say thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. I do appreciate it. Um, and so when I go on a walk or something, I've been listening to this audiobook. Well, you were talking about this to me about how you've you've you're back on so many podcasts, you're backlogged mm-hmm. on the ones you love. And uh, I think you were talking about how it was like that was what you would do when you were in transit. Yeah. And and you're quite literally not in transit anymore. We're all stuck in the house. And when we're in the car, we listen to music and it's usually the two of us and we're chatting. And so we're never putting anything on that. Uh, You used to like to listen to audiobooks and podcasts on we would on long rides. But our rides are like 12 minutes to the target or yeah we're not the, going anywhere first of all starbucks drive through and even it, though you live in new york and people think oh new york it's everything you want it's right there you're still spending like an average of an hour to two hours a day on the train yeah if you have to go into the city for anything so that's like two hour commute time every day that's a lot of pods y'all that's lot a lot of, of pods. pods i'm still trying there's a couple of podcasts i really love that i've realized i have three or four weeks backed up on and um i'm like you know what i'm I was listening to a lot of music and I read a lot of books, but the past couple of days I've been really into just trying to get through a couple of these podcasts just because I, I, I like, they're like my old friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of want to catch up with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, also there's been so much crap that's going on in the world. And these, these are usually people who kind of talk about current events. I kind of want to know what my old friends think about all the crap that's going on in the world. I'm still listening to Brain Candy. Um, even though usually brain candy comes out on Monday and Thursday and I would have it polished off by the end of the night. Now I will have like a couple built up. Um, but talking about getting back to old things, old habits of ours, uh, two big announcements in my life. I went back on the trampoline today, y'all. Uh, and I did some yoga today after a month of, I guess not moving. Yeah. Well, if you guys remember, there was uh, a good two weeks where Ashley and I were both broken. <laughs> and and uh, excusing my gross brokenness, I'll, I'll go right into Ashley. Ashley just like 
did her trampoline workout, did her yoga like two days in a row, and then woke up that third day and couldn't move. Like yeah. back was seized up. Yeah, neck was all cramped. I had like two weeks where I was just kind of not really, um, I wasn't able to really move that much. My, very limited movement. And it takes a while to get back on the horse once you're doing something like that and you, and you get those, uh, you know, you get a, a real break in your physical fitness. And, yeah. And and now that you've jumped back into it, did you take any precautions on these No, uh-uh. <laughs> didn't you didn't take... stretch before? I did a little warm-up. I did yeah. a warm-up and a stretch, but not anything that, like, wild of a stretch. So do you anticipate being broken tomorrow morning? I don't. I don't. I feel solid. Why? Why would you trust? <laughs> I guess hubris? I don't know. Yeah, really? Um, I guess I, I didn't do anything too wild. I didn't flail around like I did the first time. Even though you came down and I walked you through my routine, did you think that that looked too twisty? Because I blame the twist. Uh, you were twisting pretty hard. On yeah, one of I was those doing a lot things. of twists. Your little slaloms. You were kind of doing like a, going down the slopes. Yeah, I, I pretend that I'm skiing on the trampoline. You pretend like you're skiing on the trampoline while watching your Dr. Dre skincare videos. And she's, yeah, basically going on and on about sunscreen. So, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, to be honest, hoping that you're broken tomorrow because I, I want to be able to uh, beat you again at mini golf. You uh, you beat me on Monday. I did. And, you know, we told the listeners last week. Let me say I week, kicked your ass on Monday. two strokes. You beat me by two <laughs> strokes. That's kicking your ass in our family. We, We're very guys, evenly matched. You listened to our episode last week. We had a hot date uh, that night, which was mini golf. And Nick did beat me. I beat him the week before, or the two weeks before. We've played mini golf twice and it's one one. So now it's I guess it's going to be best two out of three. Um, what I like about playing mini golf is that no one is there. Okay, especially this time, like we went up to buy our our, our admission and the guy was like uh, looked confused. He like, was, are you lost? He was literally finishing up a ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he just looked shocked. We were on that mini golf course. We take our time. And we not another soul joined us. Not not another soul was there before or after. Um, so that's really it's my. I think that's the highlight of being on the shore is that no one is using the mini golf uh, field. What do you call it? Course. Course. Thank now, you. But I've walked by that place and it was it's been packed on the weekend. So is it just timing? Are we just going at the right time? Monday night. Monday night. We that's should, where it's at. We got. We should do it tonight. It's Monday night. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. Another thing Nick and I did that was like wildly normal, but also felt like crazy exciting is we got coffee at a coffee shop and we sat outside on one of their outdoor tables. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like a wild time. I, I cannot express to you guys how fun that was. Well, I woke up. Uh, or I think my plan was from the night before. Yeah, I was Friday like, night, you're like, we're waking up early, we're going to get coffee, we're going to journal. And yeah. you know, I, those are my favorite words. I mean, Ashley and I, um, really, it, it it should be stated, spend a lot of our normal lives pre-pandemic at coffee shops in our Brooklyn neighborhood. You know, writing, you know, uh, fucking around on the internet, sipping some high-end coffees, uh, trying to get work done. That's our unquote. office. That is our office. And it's really a meditative process for me personally. I like the going somewhere. I like the sitting down, drinking a nice cup of coffee in like a sterile environment, you know. Totally. Uh, and uh, there's a few places that I absolutely miss uh, being able to go and hang out at. And uh, I really hope that once we make it back to our hometown, 
that these places are still standing and that eventually I'll be able to go inside and resume this part of my life that I love so much. Don't you miss just setting up your little table with your water and your coffees, logging into that free Wi-Fi. Yeah, buying a coffee for $4 and sitting there for seven hours <laughs> on their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the food at these places is quite good, too, you know. And, and so Ashley and I uh, were, were destined to go and, and, and rekindle a little bit of this flame on uh, Saturday morning. And so we went out, packed our little bags up, and, and hit the road and, and went to Asbury Park. And, yes, people were setting up. They're doing the thing where they're closing streets down in Asbury Park so people can come out on the weekends and walk around and crowd the fucking places and yeah they've just they've closed off a whole street and made it for restaurants to be able to put tables up but basically w- right near there the closed street is like a little coffee shop i believe it was called sweetwater or sweet leaf or something like that sweetwater sweet. i think and uh uh we we went in we ordered some coffees we sat back down there were some tables outside in the shade no one was near us uh, we got, and they even had Wi-Fi. There was Wi-Fi there for us to use, and we sat there and we plotted out our entire lives. They even let me use their bathroom. Can I just tell you the joy of using someone else's bathroom? That the hasn't happened in months. The joys of public restrooms. Oh my god, it was so nice, I and mean, it felt so normal to just be outside. It made me feel normal. Ashley got right into it. She pulled out her journal, and we started talking about some future plans. And Ashley did what she loves to do create a pros and cons list <laughs> that is true we had two or three different pros and cons lists going at, at once i mean we're basically trying to figure out what we're going to do with the rest of our lives now that the pandemic has you know put performing live on hold for the next year um my big plan you know going into this coffee meeting was we're going to buy an rv we're going to tour all the national parks like i've been rv shopping i know which rv i want i know what we should pay for a used one and then nick brings up a very good point which is that all the national parks are sort of being um crowded now as everyone who's been locked up in the pandemic is feeling this need to get outside and they think hey i can go into nature with my family that'll be cool and it turns out it's not cool and so it looks like national parks are going to be off the list for a while. I mean, I'd like to get somewhere. I just want to go camping. That's what I told Ashley. I'm like, let's just go camping. I just want to be survivor for like 24 hours. Nick wants to make a fire. That's Nick's big I thing. I want to make a fire. I want to wear a, a buff. I want to catch a fish like Ozzy does. God, wouldn't it be great to be reef. on that show? How do we get on that show, babe? Apparently now you got to be 16. Apparently, it's not coming back anytime soon. You saw that announcement, right? Did not. Yeah. CBS announced that there will be no new Survivor in the near future and no new Big Brother in the new future. They're only going to have one show coming out soon. And guess what it is? What is it? The Amazing Race. Oh, okay. Because they already filmed that. Yeah. Because I knew that was coming back. We got to watch that. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, I, I think I'm in on CBS shows now. I no, think you're that's not. my new network. Tough as nails. I hate that show. Talk about it last week. Yeah. I mean, you're you're very much not into that shit. I hated it. Um. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's. I I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. I really did want this to give me the feeling that a Survivor gave me, and it just doesn't. But I've never watched an Amazing Race, so I'm very excited. I'm anticipating an Amazing Race season. I'm sure they're gonna wait until Tough as Nails runs its course so they can spread these things out a little bit. So you, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. So you know that. Um, 
you know, Joseph, who was on Sarah's brother, who was on that home remodeling show. Do you remember the name of that? Trading Spaces. Trading Spaces. Okay, so him and his wife, they were on that show. They got into like the last round of casting for The Amazing Race. Wow. And they got passed and they were they were told by producers that they just get along too well. Guys, you ain't going to fight. You get along too well. Sayonara, suckers. Yeah, they're basically like, we don't see any cracks here that would like bring in entertainment. Yeah, we need you guys to fight or it's not fun. Yeah, you got to be at least a little passive aggressive with each other. You can't just be getting along problem solving the I whole mean, time. Really, how boring would that be? Yeah. Folks, we have a interview for you and uh, you're going to like it. We just shoot the shit with our old friend, Emma. Uh, we talk a lot about reality television, but we talk about farmer's markets too, folks. Yeah, there's a farmer's market conversation right at the beginning, which honestly has me feeling like incredibly nostalgic because I used to work at the farmer's market in Brooklyn and then Emma would come visit me in the morning and now she's working at the other farmer's market in Brooklyn selling popsicles. Today was her first day and she gave us a little bit of the rundown on that. And we also talked about Love Island. I've completely bailed on season three. Um, we kind of glossed over a little bit about what happened with the Vanderpump. You know what, guys? Just, just let's give it a listen. Just listen to it. So when we return, we will be talking with the great Emma Jane Gonzalez. Stick around. Emma, thank you for joining us on our program today. I mean, we were catching up a little bit before we started recording, and you were talking about how you've uh, you've just uh, embarked on a new farmer's market um, experience, and it's hot as hell out there in Brooklyn. Um, and uh, what I like is, Ashley, you know, you used to work in a farmer's market back when we first met, mm -hmm. and you used to come uh, back home and tell me all about all the stories of these eccentric people who sort of shop at the market, and you used to actually have people like little old ladies who would try to steal tomatoes from you correct well the little it was always well yeah uh-huh mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say it was little old men but there was one lady who would who would get her change wrong a lot on purpose which would be uh -huh. very frustrating um or she would pay with like wick cards which are like uh you know um, food stamps and mm -hmm. then she would always when you brought her back her product she would always say that she'd already given you the food stamps when she hadn't given them to you and then you know we were just always like okay because it's, it's hard to like come down on a little old lady scamming you with her food stamps <laughs> but we did bust the old dudes who would steal tomatoes because they just were stealing tomatoes every week. It was out of control and Emma used to come visit me at the farmer's market back when yeah. I worked there yeah, I, sure did. I bought so many melons and tomatoes off of you. I miss, I miss, we were living so well. We didn't even realize it. I miss all those veggies. It was different. Yeah. Well now the farmer's market is a whole thing because nobody can touch the produce and like, like it, you know, they're like in a lot of cases, like for the one that I was working, there's like uh, literally a saran wrap wall with a window in it. It's like a whole different thing. Whoa, they can, must be so hot. Can I say I completely forgot about COVID-19 as far as this farmer's market goes? Like when you were telling us about it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember farmer's markets. I haven't been to one for some reason in a long time. I forgot that you're dealing with a completely different beast. Um, yeah. Are people are people abiding? I, I imagine farmer's market people are, I hate to do this to you folks who are listening at home, but I just imagine farmer's market people are more careful than maybe your shop right shopper 
It is, people are pretty good. You have to be like, if you're not wearing a mask, somebody who works at the farmer's market will come up to you and hand you a mask. Mm -hmm. And like, they're like controlling the lines and the distancing in the lines. The lines are really long. So, you know, like as a farmer's market shopper right now, you know that you are committing like an hour or two to your shopping experience. Wow. There's no just walking. There's no just walking up and grabbing an apple. You can't just grab it anymore. You have to point it out and then they'll pick it for you. Oh my God. Touching, which is definitely hard for certain shoppers, as you can imagine the, you know, the squishers, the the handlers. Yeah. Don't Um, bruise my peaches. I mean, mm -hmm. that's me. I'm always squeezing a peach, you know, (laughs) I squeeze them. Now, can you like, uh, will somebody ask you, I I don't know. Have you worked in the produce of, uh, of one of these farmer's markets lately? Well, I wonder if like, what about people who are like, I really need a a tomato that has a certain squish to it. Like, will they ask somebody like, can you squeeze it for me a little and just describe the feeling in your hands? When I worked at the, when I worked at the tomato stand, you'd have a lot of times people would come up and they'd be like, I need two tomatoes for tomorrow, two for five days from now and two at the end of the week. And then you would pick them out for them based on that. Based on ripeness. Yeah. I, as a shopper, have been like, hey, I need two of something. And they'll say, when are you going to eat it? And then they'll help you. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a pretty thoughtful shopping experience. Um, And uh, for me, I get to like uh, wave it at babies and dogs. Uh, the best part. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh my God. How is McCarran Park's farmer's market? Is it still bumping? Oh, McCarran is intense. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Has it just, grown? Um, it's my old farmer's big, market. Folks. And it's just like, it is an exclusive club. It's like, there's a line to every stand. The other day I waited in line for an hour and a half to get the greens that I wanted. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. But I'm committed. So I do it. Wow. 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 Have things have changed. You know, when I first started working at that market, it was on the other side of the park. Do you remember that when it used to be at the, at the top of McCarran park, um, near where the Starbucks is now, you know, like the Starbucks and that, that side of the park, it used to be on the grass. And then people were complaining that all the farmers, like there was, it was causing the grass to die because we were putting, there's so much walking and traffic over there. They moved us to that little, uh, paved way near the dog park and then um, business went down like crazy for like a good year. There was a slump at that farmer's market. Slow. People anyway. Couldn't, people couldn't find you? You know, it went from like the top of the park. We were just really, the majority of our customers were sort of the, the older Polish uh, community in Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to the bottom of the park, our customers were young Williamsburg people who were leaving town on the weekend for vacation. And so it just like, it just, it's hardly a distance at all, but it made a, dis- a difference in the crowd. Wow. You think our listeners are into this? Listen, they Emma, <laughs> we, <laughs> hot info. I like this. Yeah, that's good. Yes. That's good. If you're like listening to this right now and being like, what is this shit? Fuck you. <laughs> well, also Listener. I would like to mention you did choose to speak to me. Um, so it's really just going to be this all the way through. And I think you know that. Yeah. Veggie talk. Veggie talk. <laughs> Emma, you were a guest on this podcast um, two years ago, December 3rd, 2018. Mm-hmm. We really did a deep dive on Vanderpump. Yeah. Um, can you believe it's been that long? I mean, how, my oh my, does time fly? My oh my, does time fly? Did you keep up with the Vanderpump franchise? I did not. I didn't because, well, for a while, I didn't have access to it because I didn't have the right 
um, like cable login. Like I didn't have the right um, friends, parents connections. To yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I was always a little behind and then I got kind of too behind and then I lost track of what was happening. And then I lost a little bit of the joy to be frank. Um, I hear that this most recent season was a big old flop. I heard that too. Yeah. We did not watch. I did not watch the recent, most recent season. I didn't see one episode of it. It's the only season I haven't watched. And for some reason, I don't, don't think I'm going to go back and watch it because right when I was about to, there was a whole bunch of controversy based on some uh, racists. Right, um, right, right. And so something it's just like, like now- Dossie wore a Nazi outfit or something. <laughs> Whoa, didn't hear that one. Uh, that we did listen. <laughs> did I hear that up? <laughs> well I mean, allegedly. I think Prince Harry did. That's for well, sure. I remember that. Yeah. And we've forgiven him for that. Yeah. Why did why has that been brushed under the carpet? Is he the cool one? He's the cool one. Yeah. So he's now renouncing all that stuff and like and, right, right, and, right. and him and his wife are doing a lot of work for uh you know Black Lives Matter and other things there. So he's like renouncing the whole thing. He's trying to change the whole deal. Yeah. Over there. He's switching it up. Um so I guess, you know, you're a Nazi one day, but now who knows? He did know? dress up as Hitler for a Halloween costume. Yeah. It was a bit. Yeah. Bad bit. Um, but Saucy, we listened to her podcast and she was like, we listened to the part that was, uh, she was called out for and she was saying some pretty whack shit. She has said crazy shit in the past and then people just weren't ready to like uh, annihilate her. I think she got annihilated for a little bit, but as things happen, time goes, they sweep it under the rug. Now we're in a time where people have nothing but the time to mm -hmm. fucking drag you and make sure that you pay for your sins. Yeah. And so she got caught up in that. Um, but like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on where her and Kristen uh, claimed that Faith was, um, was, was. Uh, yes. dropping drugs in people's drinks and, and robbing them. And it was not they her. Like called the cops they called her, the cops and then bragged about it on a podcast and like Ooh. crazy shit. And that's just like recently because in the past, the clip that Ashley's referencing, she said shit like, I, why are black people complaining about uh, racist stuff, about people being racist towards them? You never hear Asians do that. It's real bad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm para-quoting, but not by much. Like, I was summing up what she said on her podcast, and this was like two years ago, and she still had a job. So yeah, once that all came out, like the day I was like, I should get back into this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I think I have better things to do. Yeah, um, so like, I know theoretically some of them are younger than us, but like there's something about, and that, this doesn't make, um, watching horrible people okay, but when they're all 21, you're like, they're fucking idiots, they're, you know what I mean, and then you watch them get older, and suddenly they're your age, and they're all puffy, and... <laughs> And you're like, you guys really, you're saying the same shit. I, you know, like it, there's a point where suddenly I'm looking at myself watching them and I just can't, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The learning curve gets flattened and mm -hmm. you're just like, why? It's like, I, it's like, I, you're young and you're like, wait, you're 38. Hold there's on. No wait more a minute. excuses. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Be like, oh, you're 21. You'll figure it out. And oh. then you learn they're 35. But, but now you haven't dropped out of reality completely because. No, no. You, you you got sort of obsessed with uh, a show that's very close to Ashley's heart. 
Yeah. I mean, I think you are the reason I started watching Love Island. Um, you and a couple of people really pushing me forward. Russ, a past guest, mm. really put the nail in the coffin in terms of getting me on board. Um, but I do text you about it uh, periodically. I, I was watching season three. Okay. Season three blew me away. That's the Kim Chris season. Okay. Oh, okay. Olivia. It's yeah, the most yeah. incredible season. And I kind of thought that the rest of them would follow suit. And then I started watching season four. It's just dog shit. It's horrible. I can't watch it. It's just like a bunch of misogynists, like running the place. I think it's because, and I, I a hundred percent blame the fact that they took out the smokers corner. Um, because once you took out the smokers corner, there was not a reason for the men and women to like interact with each other unless it was sexual. And so it just became this groups of guy friends and a group of gal friends. Whereas before it was like a lot of like, like intermixing friendships, like Olivia and Kim were really close. You know, it was like guys and girls were close because they were smokers. They were having smoke breaks with each other. Uh, but once they took out the smoking, that's the little smoking section, it really, the gender line was drawn. And, uh, and also Adam on season four. Do you remember Adam? He's hot and he keeps hooking up with girls and then dumping them. He's like a total tool. He's almost making it unwatchable. His last gal that he hooked up with was Zara, I think. Zahara? Oh, the Zara season, I couldn't. I couldn't do I didn't like that season I'm almost I've given up on it they've made me sad yeah, yeah. Georgia's the only one that I like but she's 19 and insufferable mm. I'm loyal I'm loyal I'm oh, so loyal Georgia. yeah yeah Georgia started fun and then I turned on her at a certain point I can't even tell you why yeah I've turned on her um so are you watching any of the I mean I think Love Island's actually done I think that I saw that somewhere. Yeah, oh, like done, done. Oh, right. Oh, there, well, yeah. there were some tragedies too in Love Island, which yeah. um, you kind of have to turn off if you want to keep watching it. Right. Well, <laughs> a couple of, uh, uh, you know, people who were on the show passed away. Some people suicide. committed suicide. Yeah. And, and then yeah. including the host, Correct. right? Re like yeah. recently. And I feel like that's maybe when they decided to, maybe we should take a break now what i find interesting moving away from the suicides um <laughs> is uh you uh made a little foray into the american version did you not sure oh did. wow so i have never spoken to anybody uh, who has uh, watched the american version could she enlighten us a little bit on like the differences yeah. how you felt about it we'd love to um yeah i um <laughs> i somebody's dad has a cbs login um, <laughs> is the name of my book and <laughs> so i started doing that um yeah so i watched i at least have watched a few episodes of every season of the british love island some of them i abandoned i've not watched i'd say the final three episodes of any season really I don't watch the last episodes i don't give a shit about the last episodes wow. yeah um, that's the point, like, for some reason I get sad for that. Like, cause like the thought of watching like who ends up together, like I am not under any illusion that any of them end up together. That's not what I'm in it for. So I don't want to see that part where they pretend to, to like each other at the end or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, or to like be a couple. Um, but, like, yeah, I get it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so then I watched, um, a season of the Australian one, 
which is bad. And then I watched a season of the American one, which I liked. Not as much as the British one, but much better than the Australian one. What are the main differences between the American and the British one? Besides um, awesome slang that I've never heard before. Right. Besides all the learning that I get from the British one, um, you know, and then I get to like say slag and then realize I need to not say slag, <laughs> um, you know? Like, yeah. Um, like I like saying people, people have chat. Ch- uh, You've got I good chat. That. Or do bits. Yeah. Do bits. Um, do bits. Different things here like uh, i think of doing bits as being jokes and then Ooh. doing bits means like giving a hand job for them oh. right the do bits society yeah, the, yeah. You, yeah it's like uh everything but the is that what that is sort of is that just hand like we, stuff? no it's like if, if i was like we did bits that means like you uh hooked up, but you we hooked sex? up but we didn't have sex yeah okay. and they're like how serious did you do it oh we did bits that might be oral you know oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we did some bits you know <laughs> Um, he's got chat and, and he's fit. I like saying fit. people are fit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, there's also some that I still don't really know what they mean, but I can't recall. I, I Google a lot when I'm watching the British one. Me too. I think one that confused me a lot is muggy because people are muggy, but then you can also mug off people and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, these are just like two, they're connected, mugging off and acting muggy and don't be muggy. It's connected to mug off, but it's also like, I don't fully understand what, what the definition. What are the differences? Emma? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. And you can be a mug, make me feel like a mug. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like just kind of general, like shady behavior, I guess would be a comparable. Yeah. But then like to be a mug is to like, somebody made you look stupid. They like mm-hmm. mugged you off. They kind of like fucked you over. You look mm-hmm. like a mug. Like you look like an idiot. Like mm-hmm. um, there's also... Um, it's come up a couple times, not a lot, but, um, oh, what is it? Um, OTT. Oh yeah. What is over that? the top? Over the top. Like, yeah. Oh, you think I'm OTT? Yeah. Um, so that's like a bit much mm-hmm. extra. A bit much, and yeah. The extra. What's melty? I'm a melt. He's a melt. Melty is like, don't get like, like squishy with me, but like, don't like it. Melty is like, we got. <laughs> squishy but then if you call someone a melt then you're insulting them like they're soft they're soft yeah but if we got like if nick and i got melty then that's like a sweet romantic thing like we got melty but then if like you were like nick's a melt you're like he's a freaking little softy baby you know (laughs) so melty i like when they say in it in it yeah like isn't it yes that's my favorite in it oh bit of me also bit of me bit of me like, what does that like mean? I like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit of me. It's like, um, like we, we, I feel, I thought it meant like we are like, we respond well to each other or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Something. There's a connection. Yeah, yeah. So, so aside from, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I got distracted. Yes. What are the differences? Yeah. Are they having okay. as much sex on the American show? Are That's they, my are big they question. fighting more? Um, it is just, it's less funny, honestly. Mm. The Australian one is the least funny. I will tell you that the worst sense of humor is the contestants on the Australian one. They're not funny at all. They are at a pretty boring in personality. Like, it's just not, there's no banter. It's not witty. Mm-hmm. Like, the British, uh, Olivia is a great example, I think, of the British Love Island sense of humor, mm-hmm. where it's like, 
she's annoying and she's rude and she has like insane fillers but she's mm-hmm. smart and funny and tells mm-hmm. really good jokes a hundred percent olivia is the only person i still follow um and i'll always follow her she's she's like really the epitome of that show to me she's so mm-hmm. good she's so smart she's so with it i think that's why i had such a i fell off so hard on season four because season three it's like there's some like really interesting like dynamic women and then on season four they're all just kind of being like used and taken advantage of and very one-dimensional on season four yeah yeah it's very it is very season to season um i'm trying to think of other seasons they all kind of mush together in my brain it's all just like a pile of boobs but um i i think i liked season five Mm -hmm, i've heard Um, good things the american one the host really gets on my nerves Uh uh-oh um and i think she to me is very much what i think of like like hot vine comedy you know what i mean she's one of those like like conventionally very beautiful like wide set eyes giant lips blonde bob like but like thinks she's really goofy and dorky and like Mm. does a lot of big faces but is ultimately um interesting like so very conventional there's only like, wait a minute hold on only, this is i a, have to ask another question you don't watch the show yeah but there's only <laughs> one person that pulled that off and it was the first one it's the last one that's a jenny mccarthy oh jenny mccarthy first and last 90s yes. jenny mccarthy it was just like look how goofy i am but she looks like a bombshell well yes. like well that was interesting and then for 40 years people have been trying to find that uh, humorous again. Well, what I, what I, okay, so you saying that makes me think of the fact that on the British Love Island, they have a very cheeky voiceover host who is providing the humor, but then they have like um, an actual host, Caroline uh, Flack, um, RIP, who is, who shows up in person. So did they combine the voiceover host and the in person yeah. host for this goof host? They tried to copy the goof host completely. It's still some guy. It's like, I, I, I don't know who it is. But well, if you're at the pool, you probably want to take a dip in these waters. That guy? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like a British version. I get it. <laughs> do it. No. Come on. I can't do it. Okay. I don't know how to do it. And the goofy voice host is always talking about how dumb everyone is, which is like, you know, kind of like a we're in on the joke thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, the American one, I think just... Like, you know what my problem is? Is that I looked her up on Instagram. And that Uh-oh. is my problem. Um, and I don't like, because Jenny McCarthy, I love. Why is that? I have a real fondness for Jenny McCarthy. Well, she- you were a child when she right. was on television. And she was, you know, you didn't see things like that. We right. were watching MTV. She had a, two MTV shows that people liked, singled out. And then she had her own sketch show. Mm-hmm. you know and and you're kind of like oh this is kind of cool hip you know yeah, you know she's fresh. goofy and then you know uh you get older and you start to sort of resent the people who have the looks and the humor and then you also look back at jenny mccarthy and go i don't know if that was fucking funny anyway really <laughs> yeah that's true um, yeah um but- i think what it was is that jenny mccarthy was not afraid to look ugly and i think that was shocking to see as a young person especially as a young woman i remember mm. yeah like she would Where make a 
face and have shit on her face and stuff, you know? Yeah, she always yeah. had doo-doo on her face. <laughs> <laughs> that was her big bit, guys. For those of you who don't remember uh, uh, Singled Out, uh, it was where Jenny McCarthy would start off by putting feces on her face, and then she'd uh, there'd be, you know, 20 single guys, 20 single girls. They'd match them up. They'd have to lick it off. Okay, so let me get this straight. The big differences so far are slang and an annoying host, but the fighting and the sleeping and the sex are still the same? Um, It's probably not quite as much, because on British Love Island, like, they're fucking, and you are watching it, with just a blanket between weenies and your eyes, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, you know, like you watch the thrusting, mm-hmm. um, which I like. Um, and I think there's like a, <laughs> um, like, you know, uh, you gotta like see you got- the weenies and the thrust. No, I like the thrusting too. It makes it proves to me that it's happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see butts in the air for me to believe it. <laughs> but the uh, new version is on CBS, and CBS is a little Christian-y, yeah. kind of. So yeah, I can imagine I they probably right. pull back on the on the sex. Definitely. Um, yeah, the British one, you get, like, you, like, almost see Shaft. You know what I mean? It's like, it, like it, it goes for it, um, and that's what I'm in it for. Um, but the American one is a little bit less of that. It's just, like, a little bit... Um, I would say there's like just a slightly glowier filter over everything on the American mm. one, as you would expect. So mm. in the Australian one, they're not doing uh, peenies out? Man, cause... the Australian one is just boring all the way through and bad personalities. Mm. Wow. So just casting, the casting job ruined it. Yeah, I think it's just kind of a bunch of dummies. They like didn't realize that the magic of this show is that yes, people are hot, but they also have fun personalities. And it was like just hotness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. Well, you want to ask her about that show she's been watching on Netflix? Nah. What the hell? <laughs> oh, what I mean, we didn't want. We didn't watch it. Yeah, but we were gonna ask her about it. It's the Say I Do show I don't recommend. It's not good. It's just a placeholder because what I really want is Say Yes to the Dress. I don't want any other wedding show but Say Yes to the Dress. Don't they have like a million episodes of Say Yes to the Dress on uh, yeah, Netflix? Yeah, watch them all. <laughs> wow, really? I think that's true. I mean, I'm not trying to go back to reality TV. Like, you guys will watch old reality TV. Mm-hmm. I don't really want anything pre-2016, to be honest. Why? Because you're just, you're just wanna... in it for the Trump era. That's it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see somebody with fucking swoopy bangs on TV. Like the haircuts, mm-hmm. they have a cutoff. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't believe it anymore. It's not what my world is anymore. <laughs> like pre a certain haircut, like, and for, you know, I'm watching a show about wedding dresses. Like if it's a certain bodice, it's like, I've moved on from that style of bodice. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know. It is fun when we watch, when Nick and I watch these old shows. Um, it's often he will have picked it and I will guess what year it is. I'll be like, this is 2012 because they'll be like wearing like a hair piece that I remember was very popular in 2012. <laughs> I have a show to recommend to you. What are you going to say? I think you you guessed somebody, you guessed like a show from 2012 uh, based on lip gloss, I think. Yeah. Day, mm-hmm. Which was pretty, pretty impressive. Makeup styles. Yeah. Makeup, hairstyles. It's all, it's so, it's crazy how you can get it. Uh, so close on to the year when things are changing every three or four years. Um, I have a show for you. It's a, it's a little bit older. 
Um, but it's not too old. So I don't think you're going to be too upset about the clothes that they wear. But I really think you should check out this show called Who Done It. <laughs> oh, come on, Ash. Ashley likes this stupid murder mystery <laughs> I show love it. that was on it's ABC in 2027. show? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not worth it, Emma. <laughs> it is. We did a whole episode about it. It's, it's, it's probably my favorite outside of, we're, we're watching Survivor right now. Pretty relentlessly. Um, we're loving Survivor. I described it as my Prozac this morning. Um, you should, if you have that CBS All Access password, you should pop on a Survivor. I'm not going to do that. Anymore. Incredible, Emma. You guys, I don't think, you know, we all like reality TV, but I watch it for different reasons than y'all do. Um, it needs to have shaft. a certain aesthetic for mostly for a shaft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I want my reality to either be um, like weirdly um, like puritanical and like wedding focused, or I want it to be horny. Um, and there's got to be fun outfits either way. I don't want too many men in my reality shows because they, they all like have bad personalities and faces. Um, <laughs> I want it to be fairly female dominated and I want there to be fun style. I don't want to watch people be uncomfortable. That's what I hate about Survivor is it's just sunburns and discomfort. And I just imagine they're getting like sand in their eyeballs and I, I don't like it. Mm, all right, fine. What about Who Done It though? Let me pitch it to you, okay? No. Do you like the movie Clue? What? She said no. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? Outfits they're gonna be like. Yeah, they're like Who Done It outfits. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is that when Who Done It came out, so like if you lose a round, then you get killed off on the show. You um, get murdered. Yeah, it's like highly stylized murder. And everyone who was watching, like there was like this big backlash to the show when it came out because people thought they were really murdering people on this reality <laughs> show. And I mean, you should just watch it for that alone. Who done it? Who done it? Is there no actual murder? No, no actual no murder. No actual murder. So it's watching somebody play a party game? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. yes. Ashley, just say yes. yes. Yeah, fine. But it's really good, okay? Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's a murder mystery reality. It's like, we have you it. ever heard of a yeah, murder mystery dinner, you know? You ever gone to one of those? Clue? Have you heard of Clue? I'm the game? Don't watch it. Don't watch it. You're missing out. I Emma? Watched, I watched the first two episodes of, um, or no, the first episode and a half of the Labor of Love, though. Labor of Love. I'm going to watch more of that. Labor of Love does not get horny, but it's very strange. And it's puritanical. But it is a lot of men who look weird and have strange personalities, so that might not be in, up your yeah, alley. Yeah, it's, like, confusing enough, though, that I think I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. It's hideous, though. It's yes. hideous, yes. yeah. My friend Marlena said that all the guys on the show, she thinks that there was like a, a, a mess up with casting and that they just casted the guys from the reject pile because it does all feel like the rejects. It really does. It is really, they're so confusingly horrible. They're, yeah. It's very like background actor vibes. Totally. Yeah, or but there's one guy named Stuart that we love. There's one guy named Stuart. We love Stuart. Stuart. Is okay. He's great. He gets better. He gets better. The rest of them are like uh, all just like uh, weirdo you know, creeps. Carpenter's name, you know, like, hey, I'm Sal and uh, I'm from Chicago and I'm a carpenter. And it's just like, hey, I'm Anthony. I'm uh, from Brooklyn. I'm a carpenter. And they all just kind of look <laughs> the same. 
<laughs> and then there's a couple of people who are kind of different who are interesting. The show gets a little bit better. Ash and I have actually have probably like three in the hopper waiting for us. Yeah, we we're behind. We're behind, but we'll finish the season out because I, I do want to see Stewart take home this big win. I hope he does. But yeah, I mean, you should watch that. I mean, honestly, you may like you may like Big Brother. You really may like Big Brother. <gasps> you should watch season 10 of Big Brother. It's old. The aspect ratio is off. But it's there's so an old good. guy. And he's there's like an old he's guy like named 80. Jerry who's 75. He's like 80. Why is he there? Because they decided to mix it up. Because they used to have diversity of casting in age range there's in a, the early aughts. There's a woman in her late 50s. There's a guy in his 80s. <laughs> Then there's just like a bunch of young people. There's a romance happening. Um, there's some psychopaths in the house, um, but it's 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 interesting. There's a birthday party we'll remember for the rest of our lives. And I'll say it's the best. It's going to be the best version of something like that you're going to watch. So I I, I can't recommend season ten of American Big Brother uh, more. I think you should try it. I'll try. I'll try it. I'll try it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have a question. Have y'all watched the show um, something about Essex? No. Like, one way to Essex or we walk to Essex, pathway to Essex, something to Essex? Yeah. I, show, I know what you're talking right? about. Olivia's been on it, right? Like Olivia's oh, been I've on it? I've there's some crossover. Yeah. Yeah. I've never watched it. I don't know how to watch it, but um, yeah, it's like straight to Essex or um on our way to essex or well then like there's uh left to essex yeah there's abitha weekender yeah what which is another one we want to get into abitha that weekender because you know georgia from love island she popped up on american on the mtv x on the beach peak of love or or oh p God. or x on the peak <laughs> and she hooked up with callum who is from abitha, abitha weekender, weekender. Which is such a quaint name for reality show. Abitha Weekender. I don't know anything about that show. This is the first I've heard, but I already know I'm in. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. I also won't watch you done it. The the beach house one. The Lindsay Lohan one was awful. Did you watch that whole thing? No, no, I haven't watched it yet. I just oh. I think I would like it. Don't watch it. Terrible. No, it's bad. It's it's bad at the core. The foundation of the show is bad. They did it. They did it incorrectly. Poor job. Um, they they broke a lot of important reality show sort of rules that you need to have in place. Mainly, they didn't have the cast get to know each other before they started filming. So we're just watching a bunch of people we don't know get to know each other in like the most boring scene yeah. of all time. Um, have you done am, a show about that one yet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for me to ask you a question about Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Hearing off track too much. No. Nope. No. Nope. I mean, we just talked about uh, Haircut Night in America a couple weeks ago, which uh, uh, featured Lindsay getting a blowout uh, in her home in Dubai. Yeah. That was really interesting. <laughs> also, mad people were like, getting their head shaved and dyed and yeah. cut. And, and, and they Lindsay's got her. Like, They're like, Lindsay's coming on. And she, and the whole thing was giving yourself a haircut while like a stylist is on there like on zoom trying to explain how to do it well and that was the stakes right but they got Lindsay, and Lindsay is in dubai and uh she wouldn't commit to having a haircut so she just gave herself a blowout but she also had her assistant who really just gave her the blowout on on air so that was basically the last 10 minutes of haircut night in america hosted by jerry o'connell and his wife rebecca rebecca Re romaine rebecca oh, romaine Ro oh, no. yeah yeah What's your Lindsay Lohan question? 
Okay, well, she's fascinating and like, you know, in sad, like I don't want to shit on Lindsay Lohan, um, except for, do you have any theories about why her style is the way that it is? Her clothes are baffling. Yeah, she has too much money to be that poor of a dresser. Like she does not dress well. Um, any theories on that? No, I have no theories How except for bad taste. She like lives on her own resort in like uh, Greece or something, right? Um, yeah, money can't buy class, you know? What's the, what's the, uh, Minoko? What? Is it just that she's isolated? Like, was something stunted? Like, her style is, is, like, weird. It's really weird. Yeah, she's isolated. I'm not sure of who her friends are. She's very out of touch. She seems very strange on the show. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I have no answer to that, but she should have better style. You're right. I'll be honest. I kind of like her and would like to be her friend. I'm good, to be honest. I want to be Kayla's friend, who Lindsay fired. Yeah, no, nah, not me. I want to be Lindsay Lohan's friend. Uh, well, that's a great way to end. Wait, I want to uh, ask. We're going to ask him about kids and comedy. Come on. Uh, all right. Come on, yeah, let's do go it. For it. You were almost off the hook, Emma. Sorry, Emma. Sorry. It was your idea, Nick. got a bowl of cucumbers waiting for me on the yeah, other end of this. That's true um okay uh well can we ask you a couple questions about what it was like you work with us at the kids and comedy program um and uh for those of you who've never listened to the show before why but number two basically ashley and i and emma we teach children how to do stand-up comedy primarily on the weekends although in the summer we have a summer camp which we're going through right now and emma you've been with the program uh longer than we have um when did you first join Boy, you are tensing up yeah, on the idea like, of us asking you about this. What's happening over there? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? Um, it's because it's a long time, and that just makes me think back on my life um, and, you know, question whether I've made the right choices. Mm. Um, you I can never – you know what? And it, Like, making a positive impact on a child's mind is never the wrong choice, Emma. Ashley, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, it does make me question just my own personal progress. Um, I, I, yeah, I started right out of college. Yeah. So I was like 23. So it's been like 10 years, I think. Wow. That is a long, long time. Is that true? I mean, maybe 24, maybe nine years. You took a break there for about a year. Yeah. You took a couple years off to work in a restaurant and a farm. And then I came back. But it it really is, <laughs> guys who are listening, Emma is just, it, it, for a second, looked like she was staring off into the distance, um, into the great void. Anyway, Abitha Weekender <laughs> is a show you should watch. You know, there's, I think it's easy to stay at Kids in Comedy forever because it's not really a full, it's not a full-time job. You know, it's a, it's a like light it. commitment and it's fun. I like it. Yeah. It's always fun. It's something to talk about. It's a weird thing. Dude. Yeah. It's a cool job. I like now you've it. you've worked with kids for years, Hell, years. A, a decade. <laughs> <laughs> what have you noticed? What what is what is uh, what is it? What have what have kids shown you about yourself, or or what are the fears of working with children that uh, that 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 you have? I'm trying to make this interesting. What about it? Uh, you know. I would say it's, we've been doing this so long that I don't even think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I sweat more 
during these classes than anything else I ever do. Like I, I'm feel very comfortable. I think I'm having a nice easy time and kind of like zoning out and just shooting shit. And then the class is over and I smell my body <sighs> and I realize that I've been sweating the whole time, like a weird clammy cold sweat the whole wow. time. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you guys that about my body. Um, and I can't really explain it, but that does speak to some deep anxiety that I'm obviously feeling. Yeah, I can, I, first off, this is news to us about the sweat. Um, but you know, I get it because I used to have, I would say in the first few years at kids in comedy, before I was falling asleep, I would have like moments of panic where I'd be like, what if they Google me, you know, like what uh. if sees a sketch online <laughs> and yeah. I would freak out. Yeah, or this podcast. Just follow me on Instagram the other day, which I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, a mom followed you. I Nick and I don't let anyone follow us. I blocked all of the children on Instagram who want to follow me. I always block them, and when they turn eighteen, I I unblock them and I'll follow them back. Well, I think the weirdest thing about that is that you're keeping track of their age and then unblocking. <laughs> That's a good point. It's the children that we we know and love who come back who are interns. I don't want to name any names. The core. The, the core, core kids. The core kids who we've seen for years grow up who think that they're our friends because yeah. they talk to us like that. Yeah. And then really it's like, I cannot have you in my life. I cannot have a 15-year-old following me on the internet tracking what I'm doing. And so I'm yeah. going to block you and I don't want to see your stuff. But then if they are, uh, have moved on from the program and they're in college or something like that, I'm like, all right, you've, you've joined the club of adults. You can come see the weird fucking shit I do on the internet. Um, and that's basically what happens. But um, so, yeah, I didn't know anything about that. The cold clammy sweat. I will take note of that. It's weird that I haven't told you that already. I feel like <laughs> I would have already like just, described every body function I experienced you guys I will um, say that um I will I notice there's like my my forehead starts sweating when some child my forehead (laughs) when some when some child uh like recites their material and I realize that they are in deep shit as far as like the fact that they're way off and it's gonna be very hard and I don't have a note ready to go. And then that's when I notice myself sweating because I'm like, I realize as the teacher, it is my job to no matter what, be able to give you some sort of guidance through a note. And if I've got nothing, then I begin to sweat because I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I supposed to do here? It's hard to separate um like how little the class and the activity and comedy in general, it's hard to separate how little that matters from um, how much this could destroy a child's life. Um, Just, you know, I mean, it should, but like just knowing like when you're 12 or 13, like I remember just every, you know, if somebody said something to me and I thought they meant that they were talking about my thighs and then that ruined the next three years of my life. You know what I mean? It's like anything yeah. can ruin your life at that yes, age. Yes. Oh and my God. So I do what are we doing? get stressed about that, that what if I give them a note that they then internalize in some weird way and then I've determined their, the rest of their life. Right. But I mean, rarely are you in a situation where you're giving a note like that. It's like, I don't recall you ever giving a note to a kid and be like, first off, you're too ugly for that bit. <laughs> you know, like, you know, something like that. It's, uh, you know, you're talking, you, you do the compliment sandwich, you know, we, you, we've all developed our techniques. But really, the job is no matter what, have something to say. 
And it's sometimes you're just like, I can't help you. <laughs> and you just cannot say that. I, or at least in right. my position, I cannot say like, I'm giving 12 minutes of notes to one kid because yeah. they do something that I find funny. And another kid says their thing. And I'm like, I don't know, well, Jonathan. Well, that's the difference between us. <laughs> I get to go, I disagree with Nick. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that is nice. But I mean, that's, that, is the, that is the job. That is the, if you were able to have a, something to say every single time, you'd be pretty good at this job, I think, right? Yeah. Well, it takes a little bit more <laughs> than that, I guess. Listen, Emma, no more hotspot. We think you're great. Yeah. Eat your goddamn uh, cucumber, uh, salad. cucumber salad. Thanks okay? for doing this with us. You're the best. I know you and Ashley have to embark on another session starting tomorrow. I'm yeah. sure you want to do some calisthenics to get ready. Um, you know, take a few dips in a pool. I don't know what you do to get ready for, for a new session, but we'll let you, we'll let you go here and, and take care of all that. We thank you for being our guest. Thank you, guys. This has been a treat. And uh, the, the listener at home, we're going to say goodbye to them as well. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Check us out, realityblowspodcast.com, for all your Reality Blows needs. We'll talk to you the next time. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.